I just continue to say, you know, the house money quote and everything else, just keep utilizing that, but have the belief that you can go out there and win. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. First poll that actually counts, taken in Iowa and now on to New Hampshire in the race for the White House. I want to congratulate Ron and Nikki for having a, a, good, a good time together. We're all having a good time together. And uh, I think they both actually did very well. Yeah, former President Donald Trump stormed to victory in the Iowa caucuses Monday. Some are having a better time together than others. I suppose so. Right? He was feeling good. Uh, the former president getting over 50 percent of the vote. That's a significant number. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis at 21 percent. Former Ambassador Nikki Haley at 19 percent. Businessman Vivek Ramaswamy dropping out of the race after a single digit performance. Earlier tonight, I called Donald Trump to tell him that I congratulated him on his victory. And now going forward, he will have my full endorsement. The aforementioned Haley and DeSantis competing to be the uh, Trump alternative, if you will. And how does that shape up? Only a couple of points separating DeSantis and Haley in Iowa as we head to New Hampshire. They are both competing to be that Trump alternative. Our campaign is the last best hope of stopping the Trump-Biden nightmare. We have our marching orders. Our marching orders are to do all we can to preserve what George Washington called the sacred fire of liberty. So the New Hampshire primary is a week from today, and it's not delegates so much as momentum that's at stake. Right. right. I mean, yeah. Even in Iowa, what did uh, former President Trump get? 20 delegates? It's nine, I think, for DeSantis, eight for Haley. So it's, it's not the delegate count at this point. It's just all about momentum. The you energy. can stay in the race. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with former Governor Chris Christie now out, Ramaswamy now out, where does their support drop in New Hampshire who actually turns out there? You know, all of those are questions still this morning. And when's the debate? Thursday? Thursday. ABC's got this one. So you would assume that uh, former President Trump continues to not debate. So then you'd have, again, head-to-head DeSantis and Haley in another two-person debate. They're probably sick of each other by now, right? I, I think they were sick of each other before it started, <laughs> right? <laughs> and you yeah. wonder, like, when it's all said and done. Like, eventually a lot of them get to a point of being able to shake hands, but... Man, when somebody says mean stuff about you for a year, it's pretty it's tough. tough. Right? It's tough. So still many questions to be answered a week from now. But this morning, it is former President Donald Trump with that landslide victory right next door to Wisconsin. We want to thank the great people of Iowa. Thank you. We love you all. Sports is sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After beating the Cowboys in the NFC wildcard round, the Green Bay Packers are now shifting their focus on to their next opponent, the San Francisco 49ers. Head coach Matt LaFleur meeting with the media on Monday, saying he's not going to adjust his, his approach despite a big challenge ahead this week. I think we just continue to take it one day at a time and try to get better each and every day and attack it the process the right way. And certainly we know we're going against one of the elite teams in the National Football League, certainly the, the class of the NFC. Um, they've got a lot of the same players that they've had for a few years now, and they've added some other freak shows over there. So 
we know it's a great challenge, but it's a great opportunity as well. And that's exactly how we'll approach it. Not all news was good in that win on Sunday, according to the NFL Network's Ian Rappaport. Packers' Ed Rusher Kinsley Ngimbari has reportedly suffered a season-ending knee injury in that 48-32 wildcard win. What's next now for the Pack? But Yeah, it's going to be the next man up. That's just the mentality and the reality of the National Football League. And so another guy gets an opportunity and... You know, we'll see where we're at at the end of the week. Packers set to face off with San Francisco on Saturday evening. Over to College Hoops, after dropping their past two games, the Marquette Golden Eagles got back into the win column on Monday afternoon, cruising to an 87-74 victory over Villanova. Kolick penetrating to the free throw line. Kolick still dribbling, and then gives outside right to Cam Jones. Marquette's got 10 to shoot. Step back three, Cam Jones good. Oh, baby, that's sweet. That was a tough shot. Cam Jones is back. Easy, easy shot for a lefty, though, going right. Homer and Tony Smith on the call over on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee as Cam Jones would lead the Golden Eagles with 22. Tyler Kolick would add 21. And with the win, the 17th-ranked Marquette improves to 13-5 and on their season. And lastly, two more teams punching their playoff tickets to the divisional round on Monday. The Buffalo Bills knocking off Pittsburgh 31-17. to They'll face off with Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City next. And the Eagles, once starting the season off with a 10-1 record, losing in Tampa Bay to the Bucs by a final of 32-9. Lions up next for Tampa Bay. Check in live with Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Nisnanski next when we emerge from this frigid cold. Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Nisnanski from the weather outpost there in Grafton. I got you at 10 below, Niz. Yep, that sounds about right. Uh, that's what I heard uh, Julie just say. The thermometer says also, but it's cold. I was just standing outside with our dog, man. Um, just he was he was pretty quick handling his business this morning, but uh, I was about ready to let him fend for himself out there. We I usually walk out there with him, especially this time because he's all of like five pounds, and we got some hungry coyotes around us and stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> Eric so, said his dog so was just confused him, the other day. I was going to hang him off the truck today. <laughs> My dog doesn't know where to go anymore, and it's like we're on our walk, and he's just going in the middle of someone's driveway because he just can't figure <laughs> out. There's no curbs. There's no nothing. Everything's cold. Uh, there's some people who said, are we ever going to get winter this year? <laughs> yeah, remember that time? <laughs> a lot has changed, man. Wow. We've got socks with the snow and now we got the cold and uh yep, now we're it's uh, winter's officially on. So right about twenty four hours, hey Niz. I mean like uh, I've got Wednesday's high uh from uh Tyler this morning at fourteen degrees, but yeah. overnight still real brutal and tomorrow morning, right? Yeah, this is the the worst of our cold this morning. I think we were really close to uh, threshold of where we would be talking about, you know, tons of schools uh, being closed again. Um, typically, now again, I do not make the decision. I just know I base it off of past decisions. Um, they will usually pull that trigger once, like a wind uh, a wind chill warning is issued, which is for minus thirty five or colder. Uh, we're around minus thirty this morning, so again, really, really close to that threshold, but not quite enough. So, kids heading back to school. Layer up, throw on whatever mom or dad throws at you, put it on this morning. Hey, so later this month, though, Tyler was talking about sort of long-term trends. Later this month, are are we looking at a significant warm-up? Yeah, even by next week. um, It looks like we get a surge of uh, a big warm front 
probably the Sunday and into Monday, and we could be talking about high temperatures again, well above freezing, maybe some 40s again. And then it looks like the pattern almost levels off again into a pattern that we were in December. Now, I'm not saying we, we will all of a sudden be all-time record warmth again, but it definitely is a much – when you look at – basically when you look at the upper levels, um, you either have a pattern that's very wavy and you get these big cold blasts and you get you know storms and stuff. We get almost like a flat pattern again, and it's a lot farther north due to El Nino – um, and we're back into lots of 30s and 40s again. So as of now, Niz, no uh, major snowstorm brewing that we can keep our eye on for a week from now or anything like that? No, I, I think we do have to watch Friday. Friday has a chance that if we have the right wind component that we could see some lake effect snow. Um, right now it doesn't look to be anything major. However, it is showing up at times on the models, and um, it just all is going to depend on it's just as – hard as any normal snow is to predict lake effect snow is very tricky because you just need that precise north northeast wind for a long enough period of time to get the machine going um so there's a chance on friday that happens so we'll just keep an eye on that hey we've been talking this morning how happy are the green bay packers i don't mean the green bay community because you and i both lived up there for many years and it's great to have a home playoff game and there's a big economic benefit but how happy are those players (laughs) <laughs> that we are not the number one seed right. hosting games at Lambeau Field in <laughs> yeah. this. That's, I think that's another like myth that we want to believe that our right. players enjoy the cold. <laughs> we're we're hardy, and we would love to have it. No, that's that's not the case. Um, they get to they get to go out to California. Um, I, I haven't looked at the forecast out there, but I'm assuming it's in good shape. Uh, for, it's above zero, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, that's for He's sure. Fine. What a game, though. Oh, I know, I know you guys probably talked about it all yesterday, but I, I still can't believe the way they did it um, and, and the way they're playing right now, and uh, it was a lot of fun. I know your kids are in a lot of stuff. Do you Are you good for Saturday night for watching, or are you at a soccer game or something? <laughs> nope, I'm good to go, except <laughs> I have uh, my fantasy football end-of-year banquet, that we call it, where banquet. we all get together and we all – we all have speeches and awards and everything. Wow. And usually, so that landed Saturday night. So our, the, the Packer game will be uh, a, a focal point of, of the festivities. Yep. <laughs> End of the year banquet in quotes. Good for you guys over <laughs> well, there. Usually, this year we're actually we're in the Milwaukee area. Uh, but the, the last several years, these are usually guys who I, I used to work with up in Green Bay. And um, we a lot of them went to UW Oshkosh. So it would be at some towny bar in Oshkosh so they can relive their lives uh, back in the day. <laughs> sure. That's, for, <laughs> that, that's not happening this year, but uh, it's a lot of fun. All right. Thanks, my friend. Stay warm. Yep. Stay warm, guys. Later. So if the Packers get past San Francisco, their path to the Super Bowl is a bit clearer this morning. Brandon Snyde has sports at 745. Secession, the big winner at the Emmys last night, the HBO drama, netting six awards at the uh, 75th. Primetime Emmy Awards. Did you ever win an Emmy? You uh, I did, mm. but not the same. Really. Not not quite the same caliber. So Kieran Culkin won last night. Now he had won a Golden Globe earlier, and he teased actor Pedro Pascal about that. Pedro Pascal, he is in the uh, he's the Mandalorian guy. He's also in a, another movie that's or another TV show that's pretty hot right now. And he he said this to him during the Globes. Suck it, Pedro. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Pascal was on the stage last night. Which is what his character would have right, said. Yes. Pascal was on the stage last night, and he had an arm sling on, and he had this to say. I'd like to take just a second and make this about me. 
Uh, a lot of people have been asking about my arm. It's actually my shoulder. And I think tonight is a perfect time to tell everyone that Kieran Culkin beat the shit out of me. <laughs> and uh, you know this, Vince, whenever you're a growing family and, and you know partners are talking to each other trying to figure out, okay, do we have a child? Do we want to have another child? Would you ever do that on national television? Culkin brought that and, up. And, of course, my beautiful wife, Jazz. Um, thank you for sharing your life with me and for giving me two amazing kids, uh, Zisu and Wilderwolf. I love you so many and so much. And, Jazz, I want more. You said, you said maybe if I win. I love you so much. So, another child. You said maybe if I win? What kind of deal is that? Sure, go ahead. Win an Emmy first, then we'll talk about bringing more children into this world. <laughs> this news report brought to you by Steinhoffels. Visit them at steinhoffels.com. At 7.43 on Wisconsin's Morning News. I want to do something in our 8 o'clock hour, and I'm going to kind of tee it up. What is your conflict? What do you have Saturday night that you're wrestling with right now? Do I go to that, or do I stay home and watch the game? Please tell me it's not a wedding. <laughs> right? Oh, Somebody's man. got a wedding. There's always someone with a wedding that gets conflicted with a Packers playoff game. It's a little bit early for the high school musical season. Usually that's yeah. uh, later in spring, but there could be a school event of some kind. Man, I got one. My kid plays indoor soccer. He's got a 9 p.m. start time on Saturday night. Eli? Yeah. He's 14. Nine o'clock. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the last slot of the day too. Oh, is there no ice time available somewhere else? Are you guys playing hockey? Jeez, it's a turf field. Nine, 9 o'clock, PM. best you could do. Yeah. What are you going to do? I, I mean, if you like watch a little of the first half, if it's a seven fifteen start, right? So I could catch the last probably ten minutes of the game after after the indoor game. Bring uh, your phone. Watch on your phone. I'm, I'm yeah. coaching. <laughs> okay, watch Again, on your phone. Right, yes, and? 855-616-1620 is the WTMJ talk and text line. 855-616-1620. We'd love to hear you. What is your conflict? What are you wrestling with this weekend as this game approaches and get just all of a sudden dropped on you? Nobody was expecting to play this weekend, right? Much less that not. Saturday Absolutely night. Absolutely not. 745, Brandon Snide has sports. That's next time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Green Bay Packers are beginning their prep for the divisional round of the NFC playoffs after dominating the Cowboys in the wildcard round. Jordan Love and the Pack are gearing up for another tough test against the number one seed, the San Francisco 49ers. Green Bay will be on a bit of a short week, and despite all that, head coach Matt LaFleur says his team will not leave early and will do their best to try and keep the routine the same. At the end of this thing, there's only one happy team, period. And so you got to approach it the same way each and every day. Like We're going, we're going out there to win a football game, and uh, we know it, we're, we're going to have to play our best ball. The Packers will have their work cut out for them on offense as the Niners posting the number 3 scoring defense in the NFL this season. On the other hand, though, Jordan Love posting the highest passer rating in Packer playoff history on Sunday with a 157.2. And a guy who had a front row to see it all, Greg Olson for Fox Sports, joined Colin Cowherd on the herd to describe the play he saw from number 10. I think part of it is the coaching, part of it's the scheme. And I think the kid's a flat-out stud. I mean, he's a great player. The young kids around him have just continued to improve. It's all first and second-year guys. It's 
it's a pretty remarkable story what they've been able to do in Green Bay, filling the shoes that he did of a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, I, I don't think we can stress enough just what a job he's done individually and then collectively as a team is really impressive. Soccer games or not, Packers Niners set for that Saturday night kickoff slated for seven fifteen. Over to College Hoops, where the Marquette Golden Eagles got back into the win column following their two-game losing skid as they knock off Big East foe Villanova by a final of 87-74. to Marquette has it, Cam Jones. Marquette up five, Cam Jones to the basket. Oh, a layup is good. Wow. In from the right with the left hand against the double team. As tough a layup as he's made all season. Homer and Tony Smith on the call for 94-5 ESPN Milwaukee as Cam Jones led the charge there with 22 points and with the win, The Golden Eagles getting their 13th win of the year. They'll look for win number 14 when they travel out to St. John's on Saturday. And lastly, two more teams punching their tickets in the next round of the NFL playoffs. The Buffalo Bills beating Pittsburgh 31-17, and the Eagles falling in Tampa Bay to the Bucs by a final of 32-9. Tampa Bay set to face off with Detroit on Sunday. And quickly, Vince, some breaking news this morning in the NFL. According to ESPN's Adam Schefter, Philadelphia Eagles center, Jason Kelsey reportedly telling his teammates following that loss on Monday, he is in fact retiring. Kelsey played for 13 seasons and was selected to six all pros. I got to imagine Canton probably next up for Jason Kelsey. Yeah, he's in that club. Yeah, I would imagine. Well, I think so, yeah. A little bit easier to walk away when you got a million other things and going on. And you got right a now, Super Bowl right? and you got a podcast. Yeah. He'll be in a movie or something. Your brother's too. dating Taylor Swift. He'll be on TV. What does that get you? A lot of money. Maybe invited to the wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Ten minutes before 8 o'clock, Mark Tauscher is up next. Idea Man. It's always nice when you go out to Vegas and that first night you hit it big. Innovative. And you're there for three more days and all of a sudden you're saying, you know what? I can now play. You can play a lot freer. And Packers Hall of Famer. You have all this house money to play with, and that can be really freeing and a lot of fun. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by your Wisconsin Chevy dealers. I want to tell you quick, the forecast was sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. Tausch on the line right now, brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Tausch, uh, early weather looks like could be rainy in San Francisco, which is, or Santa Clara, rather, San Fran adjacent. Did I don't know going in, I guess, for fans to speculate over who gives it the edge. Uh, my thought on that is just... Anything that disrupts the status quo might well benefit the Packers. Uh, yeah, I, I would think you know you can you can look at it a hundred different ways, and I think the good part about where this team is at is it's not a one trick pony. You're not looking at it like we have no run game. Uh, Aaron Jones's emergence, you know, being healthy and being able to play has really made a big difference. So I think you always look playoff football. You always look at the lines of scrimmage and who's the more physical team. And I think the biggest challenge that the Green Bay Packers have is San Francisco has bullied us. The last times we've played them, that's why they've beaten us. So I would think, I look back at with some of the teams I was on and some of these, you know, from 2010 till now, it's always been precise passing. And we'd actually, you know, a lot of teams, a lot of people would say we're a better dome team because you have. All of the environment is not it. It's everything is perfect to play in, but I don't think that's the case with this team. 
This team is about play action. It's about getting guys uh, open with, um, you know, the run game fakes and everything else. So, And this group's physical. This is not, I think, you're seeing a lot more multiple things that this group can do. And the big test is going to be who's going to be the more physical football team. I think that's what you're going to hear all week. So how different is this week for the players, Tausch? Even from wildcard weekend to now these divisional rounds, the league comes in and mandates a whole lot more things. When guys have interviews, when they have availability, I don't know to what degree they determine practice time, but all, all it has to be worked around. The league that comes in really mandates a lot more things this week, right? Yeah, it's just the the spotlight gets brighter. There's less teams. You're You're now down to eight. And everything is going to be you know under a microscope even that much more it's not as much that the the league has there's obviously just a ton more press there's a ton more excitement about it but really what it comes down to is managing your emotions because the last thing you want to start doing is thinking about Man, are we getting close. Oh, one more game, and then we could do this. Oh, one more time, and we could be going to the Super Bowl. The big thing is trying to keep everybody focused. And I thought last week, obviously, what Matt LaFleur's approach was worked beautifully. You want to keep this mentality of the underdog. And this week, you're looking at a 10-point ten-point dog against San Fran. I just continue to say, you know, the house money quote and everything else, just keep utilizing that, but have the belief that you can go out there and win internally. Externally, continue to play the narrative. Oh, shucks, San Fran is the best. They're the best team going. Yep. Let everybody take that, as Nick Saban would say, the rat poison, and you just make sure you're doing your business and trying to stay focused on a day-to-day basis. Does the week drag as long as it does for the players as much as it does for the fans, Tosh? I want it to be Saturday so <laughs> it's quickly. the longest week right. ever. Um, you definitely – it's actually, I think, a nice thing that this game is on Saturday, so you have one less day yeah. to, to kind of go through that. But at this point in the year, I think players just want to continue to stick to their basic routine. And this week, obviously, you're going to fly out a day. Uh, you're flying on a Friday instead of a Saturday. Everything is sped up. But I can assure you guys are going to do the film work, and it's kind of nice that you have one less day of practice because at this point in the season, you're pretty beat up, and you just want to get out and play ball. So the Saturday, I think, even though San Fran you know, has had a couple of weeks off, I think the fact that you can just get right back at it and get moving I think is a, is a big plus for this team.